I'm not gonna cut that bit out. <laughs> hey guys, uh, welcome back to the podcast. As you can see, we're so eager to get going. We don't even know who wanted to go first. But we're great, great to be back here. Another week. I hope you enjoyed last week's and probably got some views on the second, third, fourth place participation trophies and all these sorts of things. But something's happened last week, this week as we're recording this, that probably a lot of people didn't expect when it came to 11 years. Well, 11 years ago, there was going to be more majors going to be happening. Yeah. But Tiger Woods winning a major after 11 years, which is pretty crazy. It's, you know, a lot of people are bouncing around the, the comeback is, is there in sport of someone with a bigger comeback. Um, and it's, it's really interesting if you, if you follow golf, you can harp on about the play and, and Tiger Woods and the state of golf and the competition and Jack Nicklaus and all sorts. But in the breakdown afterwards, I, I kind of think there's a lot which people can, the lessons learned from Tiger Woods' story and his, and his journey, um, if, if people stop and think about it, could get a lot of personal stuff out of it because uh, it's really a personal story. It's not actually about the golf. It's, a, it's, a, it's the, the highs and lows of life oh, yeah, and the reality nice. of life. I think um, a lot of people, the celebrity status, sports status, we put these people on pedestals and then you know the, the media breaks them down and then builds them back up and... But I think when you break down the personal story for him and then the achievement and coming back and the surgeries, I think it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal story and, and there's lessons we can learn from it. Yeah, I think the first one is persistency and not quit. He, he probably had a few times where he was actually going to quit, seriously going to quit. Yeah. I, and he's had a lot of things, because it's not all been positive, the, the things that have been thrown at him and the things he's done. He's done some things which... He's not going to be proud of, which he probably doesn't want to tell the grandchildren, but he's got no choice. It's going to be in the media and all sorts. Well, but isn't that yeah. life? I mean, the, the reality of it is that he is a human being. And, and I always say to people, you know, we all have the same needs and wants. We need, we need everything but what drives us. And, mm-hmm. and the, the, for me, being a golfer and, and loving golf, there's no other person in my life from a golfing perspective that I've seen, who epitomizes the absolute optimum performance and 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 achievement in golf, he, he is the greatest golfer I've ever seen in my in my life and in my generation. But it just shows the human side of it. He still needs you. Still need a vision. You still need to drive. You still need to practice. You still need a mentor. You still need coaching. You still need a support team. You need a team when you around. break it down. Tiger Woods story down the line will be turned into the business 101, the personal growth 101, the, the Tiger Woods story will be, will be used as a, as a template because it's got all elements of it. I think it, what's great about it is you can relate it to health, have you said, the 101 for business, the 101 for health. For yeah. me, and I've done a video on Facebook on, on Monday about it where we give up because we don't get the quick fix. A lot of the times, no, people I mean, do this. We're sold the quick fix, and, and Tiger Woods could quite easily have stepped back and said, With millions. "I'm broken. I can't perform at that level. I've had surgery after surgery. I've got all these other business interests. Um, you know, I'm not going to achieve the goal or the the, the dream of breaking Jack Nicklaus's record." 
but I stand here complete and satisfied. Whatever he could quite easily have taken that role, and no one would have would have really gone against it. You know, despite the personal issues from a purely health perspective and a golf swing and the demands of golf, physically he could quite easily at some stage. And you say, I'm sure he got to a stage where it's the darkest hours and said, you know what, I'm done. Yeah, I'm broken. He's had to, you know, re. <coughs> redefine how he plays golf, how he approaches it. But what is interesting with that is that he can't do that alone. So yes, there's perseverance, there's a vision, there's a determination, but you can have determination and vision, but just not be able to get there without also the right support team. So uh, Tiger Woods is a great com uh, supporter of chiropractic. He has a personal, his own chiropractor. He's always had chiropractic, but he needed surgery as well. He needed four surgeries. People forget he's also had knee surgery in the past. He's had two or three different swing changes. You know, it's a phenomenal story. So he has perseverance and vision, but he needs the, the, he needs the team. He still needs a mentor. He still needs a coach. He still needs And I think that, that's key here. We, we live in a world where it seems kind of frowned upon, especially for us guys. It's getting more and more, it's getting more uh, open now and more common for guys to ask for help. But we see so many people just not asking for help yeah. and they don't believe that to succeed in what seems to be an individual sport with golf, what on the outside it seems to be individual, yeah, it is hugely individual. It, it's actually a team sport, yeah, yeah. just it's like Formula One is, just like tennis is, where that he's got his caddy, he's got his agent, he's got his chiro, he's probably got another physio as well, um, yeah, I mean, massage, he's got coaches all around him and even at 43 isn't he yeah at 43 where people usually see sportsmen start to decline i know golf is a little bit different but when we look at things like testosterone when we look at recovery how we're impacted by stress he could have easily given up and just accepted it. yeah i think it must go back to for him it'd be great to spend some time with him not the not the pr tiger woods just the quiet tiger woods and sit and go you know, what's your purpose? What's your vision? What what drives you? Because compared to everyone else, where you perceive what we perceive and what we need, he, he he doesn't need the money. No. He doesn't really need the the PR. He doesn't need the accolades. He doesn't need another trophy. But there's something within him still. And at one stage, it was always suggested that his drive may have come from his father and his the roots of you will be the greatest. But now. To come back, to have all those injuries and at one stage not really being able to even turn and get up without pain. To get to the point to get through all that, you have to have a drive. You have to have... And that's, that, for me, would be the really interesting of what is there, what is his drive? What is he trying to achieve? Is it just about the majors? And then, you know, getting that goal. And at one stage, as he said on, on his interviews after, the, after his, his victory of, you know, a couple of years ago, he didn't think he could. He would play golf again. Mm -hmm. So it's great to see him get the accolades, but you have to have had a vision or a drive or a motivation to get through that, to do the rehab and to get fit enough, even just to be able to swing a club and hit a ball. And I bet as well this drive he's got, and in the world we're in, it seems hard not to do things for other people to impress other people. Yeah. And I was just talking about that, how a lot of people will live in a five bedroom house and to pay for that house they have to work a job they don't like when they only actually use three rooms in it. Yeah, and, they, and, and, and a lot of people are chasing yeah, the, the society's perceived dream. and Exactly, and 
they go to work in a job they don't like. But to come back from the lowest of lows for Tiger to do that, that can't be, in my mind, a goal for impressing other people. No. He's beyond and you look at how he celebrated, he was pumped when he was celebrating yeah, what I like there, his wife. His what wife. I noticed, because um, I, I kind of watched pretty much it all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I clocked as a golfer, I clocked in the, in the second round. I saw Tiger Woods and went, he's in the zone. He is at peace. He's just in his place. So he knows that course in the back of his hand. So if anywhere he was going to win sooner rather than later in a major, it's probably there. But you had this, this kind of, he was in, in, the, you know, in the zone, as sportsmen know, is, is that just like everything, everything was easy. It was, it was not... He was, he was a bit more tense towards the last, understand the last round. But his swing was slow. He was just in flow. He was in his moment. This is where it's like, like a dolphin in the water. That's where they belong. Tiger yeah. Woods belongs in the Masters in the final day competing and everyone else trying to, trying to beat him. You know? He wasn't in the lead going into the second round. No, it's the first time that he's won a major um, coming through, not, not leading in the final round, I believe. I'm pretty sure of that. So it was new territory for him, but you could just see that he was like, um, you know, all the PR and the, the cameras and saying the right things, you, you have to learn in it. He's a golfer. He's just doing what he loves doing, and he's not doing it for show, not doing it for the PR or the, he's beyond that. This is what he is fulfilling his, his, and that, his Maybe part. that 11 years, that decade and a bit was actually needed to grow because he came into the sport young. Yeah, and also what's interesting is that in interviews that he's a far more approachable character now. He's uh, he's has a little bit more of a human side. Now I'm always a bit bit tongue in cheek of how much is PR spin and this is the angle I want to do. But I do generally see that he's got a, a calmer, more presentable side. Whereas at, at one stage it was more that he was he was off. You know, off the radar. You couldn't get to him. You couldn't ask him personal questions. Well, I think now, it's, I don't think he's got much personal stuff to hide. Well, no. Yeah, when it's he's been, had it all put out there. It's but. been put through. I mean, so I think it's an amazing thing. But I do think even the non-golfer can appreciate and, and, and knows a bit of... You know how big your, your stakes are when, when people outside of your sport or career or whatever at least knows who you're talking about. Um, I think there's huge lessons that if anyone is facing a challenge or, you know, life is, is, is dealing you a hard blow, I think, look at the Tiger Woods story. I mean, it, I think it's very inspirational and I'm sure down the line there will be, there will be that, that, the book or the, you know, the lessons of Tiger Woods or someone will, will create that because it, it ticks everything when you then go through you know all the mind mind coaching and all the physical coaching and the rehab i mean he, he ticks if you break it down for him to get back to you know he was competing against guys 20 25 years younger than him guys who who started and a couple of guys there were like three years old when tiger won his last major at at uh, at the masters mm-hmm. in those 20 years um they had grown up not fearing Tiger Woods because they never played against him. Because if, by the time they became world number one and all sorts, Tiger Woods was injured, so they had no no idea. It's like Tiger Woods, are, you know, I don't fear him because I've never come up against him. Well, now they suddenly have a different now change, doesn't it? So if you were to to put one lesson out from the les- lessons you've learned from following Tiger Woods through his career, 
Now, I, I can't really say it because I know Tiger Woods. I know he's been a great golfer. Uh, he's always been a great golfer. Then he's been through trials and tribulations. And now he's a great golfer on the, at the top of his game again. What would you say your lesson is? Oh, um, that's, that's tough. My, the lesson I got from... I, I, I suppose to answer that, I think I have to go back for my underlying feeling on watching it on the final day Sunday. I had, I had just have a sense of Tiger Woods was that, that sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. knowing, knowing, for Tiger Woods knowing that he's a golfer and this is where he belongs. So take away the, the riches and the perceived PR spin and all that. He just looked as if this is who I am. And I think this element of the whole circle of life with Tiger Woods being down a lot, he just had the sense that he was back where he belongs. Now whether that's winning it or just being competitive, but he just had the sense that he was, he was back. So I think kind of knowing who you are, knowing where you belong and being comfortable with who you are, um, is probably the, the big thing. You could break down to the, you know, as you say, the perseverance and the support, and those are all the tools, but I think you've got to start off with, a, with an idea of who you are, the vision, and what, you, what, what you're about. He's not now competing for the accolades, he's competing for filling his vision and his goal that he yeah. sees for himself. So he's just being himself. He's a golfer, he's the, well, he could go and do other things, but that's not, he's not a, a course designer, he just put his name to it. He is a golfer, and I just had the sense that he was... He was back where he, he knows he belongs. So uh, I, was, you know. I think the, the big thing that I take away is that the fact that, and I talk about with clients as well, where oh, I was in shape 10 years ago, I was in shape 15 years ago, I was in shape five years ago. What worked then isn't going to work now necessarily. He's had to adapt. He's had to change. Oh, he's he's got older and he's had to change his, the way he plays. He's had to change his training routine, his recovery routine. And he's changed as a media, uh, facing the media. Everything has to change to where he is now. If not, what worked 11 years ago when he last won, yeah. and 20 years ago when he last won there, isn't going to work now. Well, and, and also he's, he's a, he is a very much a, uh, a, he's changed the face of golf, not by his achievements, but also by people following him. He is, he is very much a leader. Now, some may argue necessarily on a personal level, but from a golfing perspective, he is, because he was one of the first who ever went and trained as an athlete to play golf. Mm -hmm. Golfers used to play golf. That's just, they just hit balls. And you yeah. play golf better. He was the first one, the first one who went into the gym to be fit and improve golf. Him and then Vijay Singh followed very quickly. Uh, now all those top guys go into the, the gym. He was the only one of the few ones who had come off the off the course and go to the driving range and practice after a game. You know, first second round. He was then practicing because he could always still improve something. He was the one who would go to the gym before the round to warm up and be flexible and have all the support team in and then play. But there was also no one knew what his team was. No one declared who his coach was. Who was, it was all, he, he saw that and now everyone else follows it. So now that becomes standard. And I think his, his rise back to the top will also inspire people to say, this is what you need to do to change your swing, to adapt because he's, he's just as good a golfer now than in, as far as success goes to what he was. But he's a different golfer, he's a different physique, he, he hits the ball in a different way, and so he's adapted. So adaptability, I think, is huge. Yeah, so, consistency and adaptability is key yeah. to progressing wherever you are in life. Yeah, and support team and learning and developing, and he's always still trying to improve. So he, he may well be, be arguably the best, the best at his try, but he's never stagnant. So. 
lot to be learned, but the same applied for any businessman, any other sports. But I think Tiger Woods at the moment is flavor of the moment to look at and, and, and you know, look at the story and, and there's a huge amount we can all learn from it. So guys, thank you for joining us. I just want to say a little bit different to what we've normally been talking about on the podcast, but I believe it relates massively when you actually think about what has been achieved by such a great athlete. Yeah. And take it and uh, apply that to yourself and be, be really interested of what, what you take from it, mm-hmm. what you f- found, what personally did it touch for you. Okay? Enjoy it. Be a tiger and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week. Take care. See you then. Bye.